Welcome to the King's Healing Room Podcast, where we are a kingdom ministry within global presence. We are located at 4326 Pharaoh in Syracuse, New York, 13219, where the executive pastor is Elder Yulon Jones and the senior pastor and founder is Bishop Brian K. Hill Sr. All are welcome. God bless you, everyone. God bless you all. Sorry about that. God bless everyone. Welcome aboard on this lovely, lovely, chilly, moan, chilly Wednesday. But this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, it's cold outside, but we feel the cold, right? We, so that, 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 that means that we're alive. That means that God has given us yet another opportunity, amen, to get it right. And I am so blessed and I am so honored to be before God's people on this great, great evening. And, uh, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm just overjoyed. Wait for Mother Hill to tune in, uh, and, uh, and everybody else. Um, let's have some fun tonight. Uh, get your pens or get your textbooks out tonight. I got some. Uh, we we got we got some scriptures to possibly uh, 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 copy down and 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 to mark in your Bibles. If so, we want to give an honor to God, who is the head of all of our lives. I thank God today. He woke me up and I have food in my refrigerator. I, I, I have warmth, right? I have heat in my home. Amen. Amen. I have good friends. I have family. And you know what? How great is God to you? How wonderful has he been to you today? You understand that there's people out there today that, that don't have heat in their homes. There are people today that don't have food to eat. There are people that are uh, scrambling from one place to another uh, uh, just to get heat. Um, and let's pray for those tonight that, that, that are out there. It is very frigid. God bless you, Pastor Stevens. It's very frigid out there. It's, and, and, and we want to be there uh, um, as much as we can for everyone that we can. And, and um, um, yeah, it's, it's really cold out there. And, and you know, it, hurt, it hurts my heart, but if you have ham warmers or you have something to give somebody today or you want to donate, let's, we're, we're here to help people as much as they can. It's very, very cold outside, but God covers us all. God bless you, Elder Howards, uh, the Howard family. We love you. We love you so much. And of course, last but not least, let's give an honor to our bishop, Brian Cahill Sr. We love him. We appreciate him. I love him for this opportunity. Amen. I don't I don't feel like it's a right, but it's an opportunity to show my love and compassion for God's people and 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 to give what I have learned. And tonight we want to talk about habits, right? We want to improve ourselves and in order for us to prove our improve ourselves, we have to switch up a little bit. Right. If we want to change the habits, how many of us got habits, bad habits, habits that we need to change, habits that are good for our own goodwill. Amen. Habits that will be pleasing to God. You know, some of us, we have habits with our mouths. 
right? Some of us got slick mouths. Some of us got harsh mouths. We talk harsh to people, amen, where uh, some of us are impatient. Every um, uh, A lot of us want, even us saints of God, even the believers, we got work to do, right? I would agree. I have work to do uh, um, to be even more patient when I think that I am as patient as I possibly can. Lord, give me the know-how to be even more patient, to learn how to wait um, um, a little more to learn to learn how to listen a little more, right? And 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 to learn not to be so quick to 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 to, to speak and or or uh, so quick uh, uh, to give somebody a piece of my mind, right? Not so quick uh, um, to be impatient with a person that doesn't look like me, or maybe as not as uh, 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 as learned. As you may be, right? Be patient with those people. Remember, you know, in in uh, in school, second, third, fourth, fifth grade, when the teachers used to make us read in public, and there was that one guy, you know, that 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 one girl, whoever couldn't couldn't read uh, uh, that great, and the teacher would make them read, and everyone else would get frustrated because uh, the person had to sound it out or or he couldn't read fluently, and that's wrong when you look back at that. How embarrassing! How embarrassed that person must have been to not be able to read or cannot read as great as anyone else. Uh, um, it may not be able to comprehend it and kind of slow or or that person on the on the kickball team or the baseball team. You know that this person about to strike out and we make them feel that we want that type of patience that even when we're losing, losing, we can still give them a hand clap. If you ever watch uh, 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 what's that? Uh, getting ready to say the, the price is right. But Family Feud, we play, you know, you play Family Feud and even though some of the families would give a ridiculous answer, the people would go, you know what? That's still all right. That's all right. You're still with us, right? That's what we want to do. We want to be encouragers. Heavenly Father, in your precious name, Lord, we thank you so much today for your grace and your mercy, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Uh, um, especially for mercy today. It could have been different, but Lord, you decided, Lord, that I was I, I was important enough to live, that your people were important enough to live today, Lord. And, and you weren't prepared, you weren't ready, not prepared, but it's not our time today. And because of that, we want to, we want to honor you today, Lord. Lord, I ask you to speak to your people. Let's send your Holy Spirit that let us be receptive to your word, even a correction, Lord. Let us be inspired for your word, for it is not mine, Lord. Give me the delivery, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We give you the honor, the glory, and the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you. Amen. Any of us kind of rhetorical? Because we know that we all have issues with changing habits, right? Excuse me. We still got, I got two laptops on me right now. So I'm kind of, if you see my head moving left to right, right to left, it's because I, I, I have two places that I'm going from. But uh, um, a lot of us, we struggle with habits and some of our habits are not good. And, and, and some of us, uh, we know it doesn't matter who can see us and who can't see us. God can see us. And we know that there's some habits that we need to change and make them better. Right. Uh, um, you, we're creatures of habit and we continue to we, we continue on with our habits. 
uh, um, as we have acted in the past. But like a, like a river flowing through a canyon, I didn't write this part, the longer the habit continues, the more deeply it becomes ingrained and the harder it is to change. This is the true, this is true of all habits, good or, or bad. Amen. And, you know, so so the longer the longer we, we we prolong to change the habits that we have, the harder it will be. But the closer we become to God, the more we, we are enwrapped with God's word, the more we study God's word, the more that we are around God's people. Watch those habits start to disappear. Watch those habits start to go away. I remember, I've said this um, a few times um, 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 uh, to the King's Healing Room, but, but it was so profound to me and, and I was such, I wanted to change that about me. Um, my mouth, uh, uh, um, my, my, my nasty mouth, my habit of cussing. Um, I, was, I can gladly say it was never a cussing Christian. But I, before I gave my life to Christ, I cussed. I reinvented words. I put emphasis on those words that we don't use anymore. Not the King's Hill rule, anyway. Um, um, uh, uh, yeah, I used to cuss like, I don't even want to call it cuss like a champ. But some people said I cuss like a sailor. And it wasn't a good habit. And I remember uh, 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 vividly, very vividly, that I stood up in Bible study on a Wednesday night. And I was just, I was brand new. I was a brand new Christian and I was just starting to learn my way. Just starting to figure out how to find my way. And thank God that I had God's people surrounding me. And when I had God's people surrounding me, it helped me. But I remember I stood up and I and 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 and, and I stood in front of the people. I was transparent. Now everyone, you don't have to be transparent, but but I wanted to be transparent in a way that 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 I knew that help would come. And I stood up on a Wednesday night Bible study on Irving and I said, I have a huge problem with cussing. Now, I never cussed at my kids. Not in, I didn't even cuss in front of them. But boy, when I was at work, it was it was it, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. And I didn't want to act like that anymore. And I remember uh, uh, Bishop Hill. He just said a prayer. He said, we're going to pray together. <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised. I'm not even going to go there. Uh, 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 elder. Other Munoz, I'm not even going to go there. Cussing Christians, yes, you heard it. And there's some people who believe that, you know, cussing ain't that bad. Or some people believe that cussing is not even a sin. But the Bible says, let no unwholesome words come out of your mouth. And and um, so I, 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 I didn't want to use that type of language anymore. I didn't want to be seen by anybody using that language. And that was the, the, that was the day that I said, you know what? I'm going to work on this. And God cleaned my mouth because I didn't want to be that person anymore. Right. Um, we're going to go to Ephesians chapter four, verse 22 uh, through 24. Oh, I guess we're going to start doing that. 
that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. We got to put those things away. We don't want to be a part of that stuff anymore. We don't want to be a part of foul language. The scripture shows that major changes must occur when we, we are converted to serve God. Old practices and attitudes must be replaced by new. We got to switch out. We got to swap out. Uh, 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 my title is we got to switch up some things, right? Uh, uh, um, if, if you don't change, then there's no change, right? I, I told a person earlier today, um, and I tell people this all the time, but if you don't, uh, um, if you don't own it, you can't change it. If you don't see a problem, there's no point in changing, but you can, re you can rest assured the same stuff will keep coming back over and over and over again. Amen. It, it'll always come back. We must be replaced by new and, um, and also eliminate bad habits like foul language, right? Uncontrolled tempers, right? This is why we're here. Some of us have a, have a, 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 a we, we got a short fuse, right? And some of us snap and we bite really, really quick, right? And we bite and we bite and we bite really, really harsh, you know? And let me sideline, let me go back to the cussing part. When the Bible says to let no unwholesome word, you know, some of us, we have the ability to cuss without cussing, right? Uh, we have that ability to take off, somebody, off, off on somebody without using a single word. That's wrong too, right? That goes along with, can, uh, I'm not pointing at anybody. I'm a, I'm a hand talker, especially when I get excited. And I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. Uh, 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 yeah, I mean, so uh, our tempers get out of control, right? And we spew. And we're yelling and we're screaming and, and we're, we're talking down to people. And we're making people feel guilty and make them feel bad, right? But we want to have control uh, on uncontrolled temper. We, some of us, we have gab, gambling uh, 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 gambling problems. And some of us, we're, uh, uh, we're addicted to drugs and uh, smoking, drinking, gossip, lying, pornography, sexual promiscuity, right? These are bad habits, right? These are things that are not of God, right? God doesn't approve of that stuff. God doesn't want us talking that way. God doesn't want us acting that way. So we got to switch some, some things out, right? If we got a bad attitude, we'll switch that out with a good attitude, right? And, and you know, they, they say, what, what, you know, when we have our New Year's resolutions on, on January 1st, right? And, and, it's, and that old saying goes out. With the old in with the new. We got to swap something out, right? We got to swap our behaviors out. We have to watch how we talk to people. We have to watch how we act uh, um, around people, right? We want to show, we want to put forth our best efforts, right? When we're, when we're witnessing about God, when we're telling about God, we want to be the best that we can possibly be, right? The old commercial, be all that you can be, right? We want to be the best representatives, right? We want to be the best ambassadors. We want to walk with our head up and we want to be proud, godly proud uh, 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 believers, 
in, in Christ. Amen. And if we're believers in Christ, then we have to put our best for, foot forward every day. Right. While we're not perfect beings, we strive for perfection and not being perfect is not an excuse to do whatever you want to do. It's not uh, uh, an excuse to continually commit the same crime over and over again, right? Not being perfect. A lot of people like to use that. Well, I'm not perfect. I'm not Jesus, right? But you just keep going back and you're doing the same thing. You're not perfect and you're not Christ, but what are you doing, right? What are we doing that we still have the same issue? We're still uh, uh, working on, yes, deliverance doesn't come right away, but if you're not in the place of deliverance, then what are you doing, right? There's that, that's the reason why that you're still, uh, if you're in a bar, if you go in a bar long enough, if you sit in a bar long enough, you're going to drink, right? The average person, you keep coming around that type of stuff, you're going to start thinking about it, right? And then when you start thinking about it, uh, you're going to be, you're going to be dared, right? You are going to be tempted, right? And the temptation, that is up to us on how we react to it. But why put yourself continuously around stuff that is going to cause you to slip or to go another way or to even, you know, to say something wrong to somebody that could cause somebody else to stumble. We as believers have to watch every walk, every step that we take. Knowing what changes us, knowing what changes to make is not enough, right? I asked somebody, I said, well, what do you want to do with your life? And they said, well, I want to be successful. I want to be rich. I want to have a house. I want to do this and I want to do that. And, 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 and you know, I, I kind of let it go uh, for another day. But, but if you want to do these things, what are you doing to cause these things happen? What are you doing to make these changes in your life, these successes in your life, these strategies and goals in your life? What are you doing to cause them to come to life? What are you doing to make the, what, what is going on so that you can make the possible changes in your life so that you can be successful, right? We just are not overnight sensations. Yes, God has the power. God has the power to, to, to make us rich overnight and to change our lives overnight. He absolutely does. But, right, the scripture says faith without works is dead, right? We also need to know how to make them. Right. When we're making changes in our life, we can't just think, oh, I got to change these habits about me because, yeah, we're thinking it and it's in our mind. But what are we doing to cause these changes to happen? Right. What are we doing? What are we doing to 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 uh, uh, to to make these changes in our lives that we can get away from the bad habits? Right. Change, of course, we know does not come easy. But since the scripture provides us all to do good works, they give guidance to what we need. The scripture does. God's word is the best source of guidance. And that's in if we can look on and write this down. Second uh, Timothy. Uh, Second, Tim, uh, Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. 
right? All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for proof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. That means the book, the Bible, the word is what's going to help us change our habits. But we have to be locked in, right? We have to swap out. We have to swap out the, the uh, uh, touch, in touch magazine, word up magazine. We, we have to switch them out for the word, right? If we want to change how we're doing things, if we want to change our thinking patterns, then we first have to, we have to swap out those learning materials. Amen. Um, where did I go here? In Ephesians, what we just talked about, Apostle Paul, uh, Apostle Paul said he compared Christian life to the stripping off of dirty clothes and sinful past and putting on snowy white robes of, of, of Christ's righteousness. We have to swap out these things. We have to change the purpose in our life. What are we going for? What is it that we're, what is our aim? If you want to be a better person, what is your aim? What are you trying to accomplish? What do you want to get done? Uh, it's important to understand when changing these character defects about itself, we have to, as I just said, we have to do an exchange, right? Uh, um, and, and how do we do these exchanges, right? The, uh, the scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17, chapter 6, verse 17, it, it says, Therefore, come out from among thee and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you, right? We have to be separate. Apostle Paul wasn't saying that we weren't better than anybody. He wasn't saying that we shouldn't even be around people, around sinners. How do we, how do we, how do we witness to them if we can't be around them? Uh, 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 he said he wasn't encouraging us to be isolated from, from believers, but discouraging compromising behaviors. We don't compromise our behavior, our Christian beliefs. We don't compromise that. If we want to, uh, uh, we don't budge, right? We're not the ones that will fall victim uh, uh, um, uh, um, to bad behavior. We should be the ones, right? We, we are the ones that change bad behaviors, or help change bad, bad behaviors. Before people are willing to change, right? They got to be motivated to change. Amen. Practice of the word. God bless you, Mother Hill. Practice of the word causes consistency in our lifestyle. It absolutely does, Mother. When we're consistent, it will show. It will improve 
everything, our everyday lifestyle, it will improve us once we start. Because the, we understand that the word covers everything. Whatever that you're looking for to change in your life, the word covers it all, right? Before people are willing to act, they must be motivated, right? Let's do stuff that will motivate us, motivate us and cause us to smile, that encourages us to do better, right? And sometimes this is a simple handshake, a simple slap on the back, a simple good job, right? This motivates people from old until until young, we're able we're able to change that stuff because somebody is behind us, right? It says I read this once again. I didn't write this part. It said a sound sleeper is more likely to get up in the middle of the night if the house is on fire than if he remembers he did not brush his teeth, right? Uh, uh, he doesn't remember to brush his teeth. Christian has Christians have some of the strongest possible motives for changing. And tonight we're going to consider some of those changes, right? We, we have so many different reasons why we can change. One, most importantly, because if you walk the way God wants you to walk, he'll show, oh, come on, somebody. If somebody said, if you walk the way God wants you to walk, he will show right up in you. Uh, super Amen. He will show up right in you when you make that connection with God. Once you go to that intimate level with God, as I, I always say this, you know, for our gym rats, for the people who who want to continue to uh, um, shape and mold their body, the more you go the more results that you're going to see. The more muscle will pop out, right? Uh, the more you practice on eating healthy, right? The better it, easier it is. And before, you'll find yourself eating stuff that you found once to be disgusting, but you understand your health overrides your flesh or your health. You know that, listen, it may not be the best. It may not taste the best, but it's good for me. Sound familiar? Right? Some of the stuff in the word, uh, 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 we don't necessarily like it, but we understand that God is, 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 uh, uh, God is wise enough, uh, um, to know what is good for us. And if we trust him on that level, then God will bless us, right? It says we have to be transformed. Romans chapter one, I mean, chapter 12. Uh, we must be transformed, right? I hit that thing every time. I'm sorry. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mere, uh, uh, by the mercies of God, that you present yourself, that present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is a reasonable service. Right? We have to be changed. Our mind has to be changed if we're trying to once again if we're trying to create new habits in ourselves right somebody decided today you know what i am not 
going to get mad today. I am going to control my temper today. I am going to control my thoughts today. Somebody woke up and decided, you know, uh, um, an alcoholic or a struggling alcoholic or a sober, sober person woke up having a, having a bad day and they're struggling because they want to drink, right? They want to do something to get these thoughts out of their mind, right? But we know that's the works of Satan, right? Because the alcohol just befogs, befogs our mind. We're not in our right, our right mind, right? So we want, we wake up, we want to do better people. And the Bible says that we must re renew every single day. We take, we renew our mindset. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be better. Today, I, instead of smoking eight cigarettes, today I'm going to smoke seven cigarettes or I'm not going to smoke at all. And, and instead of just being mad and, and, and angry at somebody all day, when I feel myself getting that way, I'm going to open up the word. I'm going to recite a scripture. I'm going to study on something. I'm going to call somebody uh, because I'm having a bad time. I'm having a bad day and I don't want to continue on with that type of behavior that could get me into huge trouble, right? Could cause somebody to stumble and it could cause me to stumble, right? So we want to get into the habit and the easier we push towards those goals, the easier day by day it will be, right? We must think differently. To live differently, we got to think differently. We must not seek to be like the world, but to use our bodies for the service of God. For the service of God, so that we can be better, right? So we can help shine the light of the Lord. So we can be witnesses of how good God is, right? Love and dedication to God. That is how we get closer to change our habits, through our love and our dedication for our continuously, Mother Hill said, consistent Bible study every single Wednesday, uh, 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 Sunday services every single Sunday, connecting with God's people every single day, making sure that we're connected with somebody uh, 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 so that we have a lifeline on earth, right? If we, if we start to slip, if we want to continue on, right? If we want to do better, right? In a short sentence, we just got to do better, but we have to set up goals to be better people, right? The Macedonians practice generous living, um, practice generous giving because they first gave themselves to the Lord, right? And that's 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 5. Anybody got that? Am I moving too fast? And not only as we had hoped, but they first gave themselves to the Lord and then to us by the will of God, right? We have to, if, if we want to be giving people, we have to be, walk in that image of God. Changing our conduct becomes much easier when we're totally dedicated to God's service, right? Ecclesiastics, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. This is, this is man's all. Ecclesiastics chapter 12, verse 13. And I'll even drop over to another popular one. This is uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 30, verse 33. But seek ye the kingdom. First, but 
Seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. See, but you first, you really have to be a believer of the word, a believer in, in, in God to know that these things that God says will come to pass. It will come to pass. What motivates us to obey God? And it's our love for him. Right. And we don't understand our love for him until we get to know him. Right. We see all the exciting things in a relationship when we find love. We find we were we're happy. We're content. We're giddy. We're loyal. We're protectors. We're where we we give security when we find that love. We're willing to sacrifice right in our earthly relationships. We're willing to put our life on the line. We're willing to run through brick walls through our significant others for our friends, for our family. Right. We're willing to do that because we have a connection. What motivates us? the fact that he loved us? What, what, what motivates us to love him? And that's the fact that we know that God loves us. The fact that he loves us. How do we know he loves us? Because he gave his one and only son. We know that, right? Because who does that? Who else is winning the sacrifice? Who else has, has put that on? Who else has done such a thing to give their one and only son and sacrifice them? Love is one of the strongest forces in existence. Love. It's a commandment that we love one another, right? It can move a woman to rescue and rescue her child. It calls a mother to run into a building and save her, a burning building, and, and save her child. It can cause a man to, to pick up an automobile uh, 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 that has crushed a loved one. If you're having difficult changing yourself, you need to appreciate God's blessings and mercies. <sighs> Excuse me. Matthews chapter 22, verse 37 through 40. said, Jesus said to them, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. On these two. Excuse me. You shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. On these two commandments. Hang, on, hang all the law and the prophets. Love, love, love. It takes us to a new level. It takes us to a, a new understanding. It, it, it brings us to an area where we understand what most people don't understand. That we are able to love people, right, when they don't look like us. We're able to do some exciting things, right, when you love God, when you're trying to connect with him. I observed uh, uh, Elder Rivers I observed today, and this is just on a side note, and I just feel like it's based on relationships. As I was doing, as I was working today, and every Wednesday I do what we call coffee house. And I serve coffee to 
the homeless population, you know, uh, play some warm, soft music, you know, just so play some games. So it's a it's it's a way to witness to others and it's a way to have connection with others. And it also, most importantly, it's great to show God's love through fellowship. And I'm telling you, uh, uh, Elder Rivers, that that the, the, these two people walked past me and my hairs raised up on my arms. And I knew right there at that moment that there were two witches, two witches were in that room. And I went to one of uh, uh, um, one of uh, my people, one of the employees there, one of the other chaplains there. And I said to him, and I was whispering to him, Elder, I was whispering to him, and I said, I just want to make your way. I don't know. I said, um, I, I identified one witch, right? And and he looked, and he just just kind of froze. And I said, there's another one in here, but I don't know who that witch is. I don't know. And this is it. The person came to me. He said, I heard you, and I'm the other one. <laughs> wow. And I was across the room. I was across the room. This person could not have heard me with natural ears. But they came to me and said, I'm another, I'm a witch too, but I'm a good witch. And walked out. And walked out. I believe our love for God, the relationship with God will put us on notice when danger is coming. Will put us on notice. Uh, 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 oh my goodness, they are bold. Literally came to me and identified themselves as a witch. As God be my witness. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not stretching the story. I, I actually have a witness who came, uh, who was with me standing right there when that other person came and identified themselves to be a witch. And it was a male. It's stuff like that. We, 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 uh, when we have relationships with God, God will put us out there and, 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 and show us some things. But we have to make that connection, right? And, 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 and to be better persons, better people, to be, uh, uh, to be able to switch up and to bring purpose into our life because God has us on a mission. We are God's disciples to go out there and witness to the world. And we have to have a clean heart when we're going out there to witness God, to witness about God's creation, about God's love, about God's mercy, right? And we are to be imitators of Christ. The desire to be like someone we admire, the, the desire to be like someone we admire is another powerful motivation to be different, to bring purpose in our life, to change our habits. Yes. Amen. 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 Holy Spirit got me covered, has us covered. We have to stay connected to be imitators. We all desire to be someone. We uh, be like someone. We we mimic people with good behaviors or not all of us we also mimic people that have bad behaviors but i'd rather mimic someone on this earth we got somebody that we mimic right we got somebody right bishop 
hill is somebody that I mimic. There's somebody that I, I, at times have become a, a, a copycat, if you will. And I'd rather copy something good. I have mimicked lots of bad behaviors. I have, you know, uh, you couldn't tell me at one point in my life that me and Biggie Smalls wasn't the same, right? Uh, uh, that we didn't have the uh, Tupac Shakur or, or, or uh, you know, all these gangster rappers I wanted to be like. I mimicked their behaviors. I dressed like them. I acted like them. I was violent like them. I sold drugs like them. I carried guns like them. These were behaviors that I mimicked because I looked up to them because I thought these were cool behaviors. But us believers, we want to take the opportunity to mimic God, right? So uh, sports heroes inspire young people um, in athletics, right? But we, we got football stars that people want to be like. Everybody wanted to be like Mike, right? We, we heard these commercials over and over, like Mike. If I could be like Mike, right? Because Mike, we know, best basketball player in the world, right? Uh, uh, Julius Irving. Right, uh, 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 um, Julius Irving, and 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 there's just so many different fighters on the earth, and there's so many different artists. And I want to be. Who inspired you to be such and such? Who inspired you to play the drum? Who inspired you to sing? Who inspired you to do this and that? Right, we have great inspires and uh, people who inspire inspire us. Right, we 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 have uh, uh, we have uh, godly people like Abraham, Noah, Ruth. And Mary motivated us to serve God. But the greatest example of all is Jesus. Is that of Jesus. We want to be imitators of Christ. Matthew chapter 10, uh, verse 24 and 25. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for a disciple, it is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher and a servant be like his master. If they have, if they have called the master of the house, how much more, Beelzebub, how much more will they be called, will they call those of his household? A disciple seeks to be like his masters. Christians are disciples of Christ. We should follow his steps because he left us a sinless example. Christ. He showed us exactly what we can do. And if we open up the word, we know what we can do. We know what we can't do. And often, sometimes it, 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 it becomes like this regular thing, right? It's become somewhat of, of a joke. Right? Some people use it as mockery. But oftentimes, how many of us, when we come to crossroads in our life, and we come to decision making in our life, when we are trying to break habits, what do we do? What is our thought process? Our thought process becomes, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? And this will give us strong motivation to change our views and to change our behaviors and will change 
our lives. Uh, uh, Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I have by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I don't have to walk in the light or in darkness. Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, it says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Put down everything that you learned in the world. Put it all down. It has no use for the kingdom. We can't. Get people, we can't convince people, we can't even tell people about the love of Christ if we're still living in the world. If we're still living by the world's standards, we can't be ambassadors of Christ. We cannot be representatives of Christ. We just can't be. Anybody got any questions? Is there any comments? Is there any cares or concerns? Um, um, I, I, I love this. And once again, this is always a reminder of who we should be. Let us continue to check ourselves. Let us continue to meditate. Let us take time alone. Let us turn the noise off. Let us turn the TVs off. Let us turn our, 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 our phones off. Let us take time with God so we can mesh with God, so we can be one with God. And you'll realize... When the Holy Spirit takes you over, oh my goodness, there's a gleam. There's a light. There's a shine. There's a feeling, right? When you're walking with God, right? You get this smile. You get this attitude even when you're hurting. Even when it don't feel good, right? You'll still be able to step up and be a witness for God. Believe that you can change. Believe that you can change with God's help. Just didn't want to make sure I didn't go too far. Right? Believe that you can change. I'm, I'm sorry, I did skip over. We have a, have the, oh, no, I, I did not. But that title up there above when we got to 1 Corinthians 9 and 27, it says, Abs, um, I did jump down. Excuse me. Desire for eternal life, not eternal punishment. Right? And 1 Corinthians 9 and 25. It said, And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do now they do to obtain perish, a perishable crown, but we do it for the imperishable crown. We are trying to get to heaven. Oh, this is not just for a trophy. Athletes control their habits so they, they can win a temporary earthly honor, right? They stay out of trouble, right? They, they, they make sure they're not using drugs and make sure they're not carrying themselves in a way that we can get them kicked off the team, right? Because they want that crown, but we don't want to go to hell. Christians have an even uh, 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 Christians have an even stronger motive. Motive. We seek the crown of eternal life. James chapter one verse twelve. 
It says, blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive a crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Right? We're continuously, we're going for that crown, that eternal crown. We want to be pleasing to God. And if we and if we're able to get through these temptations, if we're able to hold our tongues, if we're able to, 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 to endure the things that the world does to come against us, to knock us off our lines, right, to push us off the boat, so to speak, to to cause us or to try to cause us to go away that is unlike God. Right. God will bless us when we endure these things. We should set our minds on the eternal reward. First Peter, uh, second Peter's second Peter chapter one, verse 10 says, therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call in election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. When you're in practice of something, and this is, this is why we practice and repractice. I have uh, one of my things that I like to do. I love to go to plays. I love to go to live plays. I love to go to live plays, and I am just, I am just well pleased. Excuse me. I am so well pleased um, in, in, um, going to these plays because the one thing that I can see that is clear, the one thing that I can see is clear is that these people put in practice and these people are doing these live plays and they don't skip a beat. You watch these plays. I remember anybody, uh, just making sure, uh, uh, anybody ever saw Fences, uh, the movie Fences? The movie Fences, I thought was, uh, I actually saw that play live. And what, how awesome that movie was. Uh, the movie uh, Fences was uh, um uh, the main character was Denzel Washington. And when I saw that, I've seen, I've seen other plays, but I was, I believe that was the last play that I saw. I saw that and, um, it was here in Syracuse. Um, I think a couple years back, maybe a couple to maybe even a few, I think a couple years, a couple years back. And I was just, I loved that, that I loved the idea that these people, they put in this practice and they did not miss a beat. And I was just like, wow. And the more practice that you put in, the easier it becomes. We can even make it look like it is easier, right? We set our minds for the, for not, and, and these are earthly reward, but we want to be pleasing to God because we know there's going to be one day and we want God to remember how much we were motivated to be pleasing to him. Lack of motivation is a major reason why people do not change to please God. They do not have sufficient desire to change. Instead, they want to please themselves or their friends. They want to please themselves or their friends. They are of the world. 
I mean, they, they are in the world. They have worldly views. I was watching a documentary yesterday as I was teaching a class. Uh, uh, um, and, uh, and, and I could recall that the, the documentary was, was, was teenagers in jail. And, um, um, uh, uh, teenagers in jail and I was teaching and, um, everybody knows that I've been teaching on this class and it's just more it's just the consequences of an absent father and I went into an angle about these young women and I'm not gonna I can go into a tangent about that but there were young women uh, underage they were minors and they were in the system and I can remember uh, you know one of the young ladies she was about to be released and as she was about to re be released she says, um, she says, oh, I can't wait to get out. I'm about to get my hair did. I'm about to go do this and that. And, and uh, I'm about to get my hair did. I'm about to get my nails done. I'm about to get my eyebrows done. I'm about to get some new clothes. But she didn't mention anything about education. She didn't say anything about how she is going to do better with her life. Nothing. Nothing at all. And how alarming was that? Because we know at that, her recidivism rate is going to have her right back. You know, I don't want to put bad mouth on anybody or, or speak uh, uh, negatively about someone, but um, it's just a fact, right? But she, she had a view for the earthly things. That's all that was motivated to her. But we want to be motivated by Christ, right? Often there, until our motives are right, little else in this study will help us. But if we are determined, or if we are determined that serving God is our most important purpose in life, then we, we will find the means to make it necessary. This is important. There's a lot of people that don't find Bible study important. Some people find it a waste of time. Some people are doing other things right now. Some people are, 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 don't even want to be bothered with this. But the believers, we know better. When we lack, when we lack motivation to change, let us think about the way we should love God. Think about the importance of being Christ-like and think about our eternal destiny. Where are you going? Think about that. Keep that in your mind as a believer. Keep that in your mind as you're trying to change the habits about yourself, right? To change the habits about yourself, we, we, if we change our habits, it just gets us closer to God. Believe that you can change. You got to believe with your whole heart that God can change all of us. Proverbs chapter four, four, verse 23. Keep your heart with all diligence for out of this springs the issue of life, <laughs> right? The way you act is determined by your attitude and intentions. People and circumstances may influence you, but you do not have to give in. Separate yourself from among thee. Separate yourself from the crowds that are causing you to have these naughty thoughts, these stinking thinking, right? That that will cause you to fall to the wayside. 
that'll cause you to go out and do things that you're not supposed to do, right? You don't have to give in, but you have to have the strength not to give in. How do you have that strength? By investing in the word. When you invest in the word, the word will protect you. When you have something bad going on, or if you have a challenge going on, God will protect you when you invest in his word. But those things which proceed out of your mouth come from the heart and they will defile and they defile a man. We have to watch our mouths. That's, I'm sorry, that's Matthew chapter 15, verse 18 and 19. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 34 through 37. It says, broad of vipers, how can you bring evil and speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the mouth of treasure brings forth evil. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account to it in the day of judgment. For by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. We have to watch our mouths. <laughs> get into some good study habits if we're still struggling with saying unkind things. Right? First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13. It says uh no temptation is overtaking you except such as what is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Once again, that connection and that relationship with God will cause us to make better choices. That connection with God, God will give us a way of escape when we're, when, we're, when we're pressed up against the wall. When our back's up, we're against the wall and we feel like we're about to make a bad decision. But we start trusting in God, right? And he will make a way. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13, right? Famous one, popular one. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. This includes Changing to please him. If we trust our own strength, we will fail. Self. Deny self. If we think we're all big and bad, we'll get defeated. We'll get ran over. Satan will defeat us. He'll run us over. If we use Christ's strength, we will succeed. Because Satan can never defeat him. Perhaps we failed in the past because we have not trusted and our power, we trusted in our own power instead of the power of Christ. People sometimes 
us, we convince ourselves that we can't change. Oh, I'm only human is the excuse. I'm not perfect is another one. And we convince ourselves, I, I'm just being me. I've done this my whole life. This has been a traditional habit. This has come from generations. Why I have this habit. But we can change all of that if we put our trust in God. If we have a habit that we're stuck on. People who do that are not just belittling themselves. They are actually denying God's word. And they will fail simply because they have, they have the will to give up instead of persisting to use God's power. Even sometimes when it feels too hard, we have to press forward. Sometimes it may even seem impossible. But we still have to continue to press forward. This is the only way that we become victorious is when we press forward. Psalms chapter 37 verse 5. If you commit yourself to the Lord and trust him, he will accomplish his will for you. <laughs> let me read that again. Uh, uh, let me read it. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Psalms chapter 7. I'm 37 verse 5. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. We got to keep believing that God will bring his promise to pass. He will. You have to trust in him. He will accomplish his will for you. No matter how strong a temptation you face, no matter how long you have to, you have practiced a sin. If God says to change, you can change. Yeah, I believe that you can change. I believe that I can change. I believe that I have changed. And I believe it's because of God. And I believe it's because of the relationship that I have with God. Because God, if I don't know God, how can he change me? If I have no relationship to him, how do I even go to him? It's relationship building. And it brings us, it brings us to a closer understanding of how to change. And a stronger will to change. Like let's focus on the habits we have. They may not be the worst habits. I believe that, the, you know, Bishop, uh, a couple weeks ago, just a couple weeks ago, right? Having a habit of not making your bed. Having a habit of not putting dishes away. Having a habit of, you name them, whatever your habit is. And you change those little habits day by day, little by little. Right? Sometimes, you're right, because we're not perfect, some of these things don't happen overnight. But the continued practice will, will, will cause our defenses, our spiritual defenses, to make way for us when we're trying to get through to something. Or we're trying to get somewhere. 
as we move down, and this is going to be, I can tell you now, it will be a two-week study. We will continue this next week as well uh, by the will of God, by God's grace. Another way to kick your habit is study the Bible about your habit. The Bible covers it all about your habits. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. This book of law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Not some of it. But all of it, for then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. <laughs> and that inspires me. Because the Bible gets us out of jams. The Bible gets us out of situation, situations that can hurt us. To succeed in God's work, meditate in God's word. List the pertinent Bible passage about each habit that you have. Thank God for Google. Thank God that you can look up things. How to, uh, scriptures about cussing. Scriptures about lying. Scriptures about lust. Scriptures about fighting. Scriptures about drinking. Scriptures about saving money. Scripture's about keeping money. They're in there. They are in there. Right? List reason why, reasons why you should change your behaviors. Meditate on these verses daily, filling your mind with them. Psalms chapter 1 verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. Day and night. We want to meditate, right? We want to meditate until these words, scriptures come to our mind when we're in difficult times, when we're, when we're, when we're in trouble, when we're feeling sad, when we want to be closer, when we want to articulate our words, when we want to be more bold in the Lord. There are scriptures right in there that will help us get through those situations. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 6 through 9. And it says, And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you are in your, when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house on your gates. The word of the Lord should be imprinted in us. Start getting in the area where we can memorize. Keep reading. Uh, the, the, the word of God is not just a book that we can just read. It's not a book that we can just read on. This is a word that we always have to study. Amen? Study to show thyself 
approved. Frequently remind yourself of these verses, write them and place them where they can remind you, pray them on your door. You know, when you wake up, you, 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 when you wake up, you, you, you see a scripture, you know, post a scripture that is meaningful to you. Put an alarm. I set alarms for certain scriptures and alarms goes off. And when an alarm goes off, this is the day that the Lord has made. Uh, or, or, yea, though I walk through the valley of the chef, uh, 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 valley of death, I will feel no evil. Uh, all, all these things that can inspire me throughout the day. Well, thank God for phones, right? They're not always a curse. We can set alarms and, and, and that things that the alarm goes off and you go, oh, yep, time to pray. Oh, yep, time to meditate. Oh, yep, let me remember to say something kind to somebody at 12 noon, at the lunch hour, uh, 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 shake 10 people's hands, right? During the lunch hour uh, 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 at one o'clock, go check on certain people's office that hide in their offices all the time. Go check on them because some people stay behind their offices because they're dealing with so much pain and difficulties. Put them in the we know. Put them in the mirror. Put them in your bathroom. Uh, uh, put them on your refrigerator, on your tables, meal times, on the on the on the doorknobs, somewhere, right? So we contain continuous and continuous remembrance. And Matthew chapter one, I'm not going to read all of that. Matthew chapter one, verse one through 11. Oh, yes, yes, I've been. That's a thing that I have been using for a while. And it, it, it literally, you know, we, you could, we can use these phones to, to the max, to the maximum of the ability. And I got into doing that um, somewhere about a year ago. I started doing stuff like that, just setting my alarm to remember to be happy. Uh, 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 I remember one time and I was ashamed and I was, a, I, was, I was a bit embarrassed, but it changed my tune. And I remember some years ago, uh, uh, we, we went to Disney World. And when we went to Disney World, uh, uh, Madison, my, my, my daughter, she was driving me crazy, right? She was driving me right, crazy. And I remember that I had just scolded her moments before. God bless you, Sister Antoinette, uh, Deaconess Antoinette. And I remember yelling at her about something. Um, and and I still, I didn't even realize my face was still tight. You know, that old phrase, they always told us to fix, <laughs> to fix our faces. And I remember this lady was behind the desk and she said, you dropped your smile. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, excuse me? She said, you dropped your smile. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> and I had to. And it was a reminder that somebody is always watching. And it's a reminder to always take every opportunity, right? It, 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 to, to, to keep our face. Let's straighten our faces up, right? So somebody doesn't misunderstand us. Or uh, I'm not going to talk to that guy. He looks mean. I'm not going to talk to that woman. She looked like she will let somebody have it, right? Jesus overcame temptation, temptation by quoting scripture. But this worked only because he knew the scripture. Memorize verses about your habit so that when you are tempted, they will come to remind and strengthen you. Quote them to yourself and those who tempt you. Right? For those that tempt you. 
You can recite scripture to them. For when you are tempted, you can re you can recite a scripture to yourself. Amen. We're we're we're, we're coming down to the end. Everybody, all right out there? Can I get can I get some amens for someone? I will make sure we all we all here and and we we will follow along. I hope anyway. But God bless you, nevertheless. Um. And the last one we'll talk about today is repent of our sins. To be repentant of our sins. Amen? Sin requires repentance. Acts chapter 8 verse 22. Whoops. Repent therefore of this <clears throat> Repent, therefore, of this your wickedness and pray, God, if perhaps the thought of your heart may be forgiven you. Take every moment to repent. Every moment. Sin requires repentance. Repentance is the change of mind. A determined commitment to see sin and obey God. Right? Repentance is a change of mind. The Holy Spirit will change our mind. And when we change our mind, we start to do things differently and not the same. This is why people, that the uh, repentance is to turn away. Turn away from your wicked sin. Turn away from your, your lustful desires. To turn away. The Holy Spirit will cause us to understand and believe this is a bad habit. This is something that I have to change. This doesn't sit well with me. This doesn't, uh, 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 sin shouldn't sit well with anyone. And if sin sits well with you, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> Those S's almost got me. <laughs> My goodness, it was a tongue twister. Uh, <laughs> I laugh at myself. Somebody else laugh with me too. I'm silly. But but the Holy Spirit will cause us to change our mind, right? Before one can change his conduct, he has to change his mind first. You have to say, uh oh, -uh, this ain't right. This is not cool. I don't know. This ain't right. I'm not doing this. I'm not going over there anymore, right? I'm not hanging with those people anymore. I'm not going to uh, um, um, involve myself in this con this conversation. I'm not going to be a, a part of gossip anymore, right? If you're sitting at the table of gossip, right, are, are you just as wrong? Sitting at the table of gossip. Right? You should we shouldn't even be listening to it. We should go, well, well somebody start that yapping. Oh, yay. <laughs> I'll see y'all later. I'm gonna go head on now. I'm 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 gonna go on over here somewhere. I'm not I don't want to be a part of that conversation, right? You don't even have to preach to anybody. Because you don't want those unclean thoughts to be a part of your mind, right? People start talking about somebody that they don't like. Right? And because they don't like them and you may like the person that uh, 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 you may like the person 
uh, that is talking because now they don't like them. And now you've already seeped in your mind that you don't like them because of what your friend or what the person you know is saying about them instead of first seeking the truth. Right. Because that might be an opinion out of emotions. It may not even be true. How many people have disliked somebody? You don't have to raise your hand or 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 or, or have disliked somebody based on what someone else said. Based on what somebody else's understanding is. We have automatically decided, I ain't hanging with that person. Shoot. I'm going to stay away from that person. Not having a clue what our friend might have done. Right? Doesn't mean our friend is a liar, but it may be have different ulterior motives. Again, before one can change. Look. <laughs> I saw a piece of paper move. I thought it was a mice. I almost flipped this whole time <laughs> over. <laughs> hey, my man. Uh, 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 love. Love is, man. God bless you. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate you. And we're actually <laughs> we're actually talking about habits today, brother, and and how to change those habits, and and and, and to how to come closer to God, right? Because we want to change our habits if we want to be better people, right? If we want to change some things, because we all have character defects. The Bible says that we have all of sin and fallen short of God's glory. I know who it is. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't think of it for a second. I just love it. But God bless you, Jose, man. We just talked uh, uh, last week. I, I knew who you were. I just, you know, you put love is for a reason. So I didn't know if you want anybody to shout your name out. But God bless you. I know I know that you're here. And uh, um, yeah, man. And I'd love to see you again. We got some We got some unfinished business, I, I believe, right? Good, good stuff. Right? But we have, if we want a change of mind, if we have a change of mind, that's a part of repentance, right? We turn away from, we don't want to be a part of that no more. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 13. Y'all, I'm telling you, I, I thought <laughs> it was a piece of paper and I just saw it out, the, out my peripheral vision. I saw it. I'm telling you, I got laptop, phone, everything. Bible study was about to be over if my knee would have moved a little bit different. I would have had to been picking up all this stuff. He who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Don't try to cover them up, right? This God gives us opportunity. You know, give us the opportunity to come forth with it because God, Jesus Christ, will wash our sins away. God wants us to bring forth our sins and communicate with him. Oh, oh, father, I'm struggling with this. I don't know. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I, I'm struggling with this. I, 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 I want to do better. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, you know, one who puts their sins right on the table, right? One of us, one of us who said, you know what? I wear my sins on my sleeves, right? That means like, I ain't trying to hide nothing. I know that I got stuff to work on, but the worst thing that you can do is hide it because when you hide it, it just grows. It just grows. It just grows. And before you know it, it's out of control. You have lost control of it.
I've used this example before. Imagine yourself on a sunny day, on a, on a, on a sunny day out in the country and you're out on a pond and, and you're on one of those inner tubes and then you put yourself in one of those inner tubes or, or, or float and you close your eyes for a minute. This has happened to me several times. And, uh, uh, if I was, if I didn't know how to swim, I would have been scared, but it seems like you just closed your eyes for just a minute and you, and you open your eyes and you are out in the middle of the river. You're out in the middle and you don't even have a life preserver on. So you can't even get back or you're going to struggle to get back. Right. That's why the Bible tells us to be watchful and to be on point, to know that these things are, are just chilling. Right. And you wake up and you're out in the middle of nowhere and you can't get back. Right. We don't want to be in that. The Bible says, Don't cover up our sins. Deny it. Right. Deny our sins. Or, 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 or try to excuse it, right? Oh, oh, yeah, you know, I know I was wrong, uh, 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 but he made me do it. But she made me do it. Or, or if they wouldn't have been talking junk, I, I, would, I wouldn't even act it that way, right? Don't try to be in denial. Don't deny it. Denial means don't even know I'm lying, right? You don't even know you're lying. Don't put yourself in that or, or, or try to blame other people. Admit the error and be truly sorry about it. Be truly apologetic about it. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10. For godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation, not to be regretted, but the sorrow of the world produces death. God has mercy on us. God, no, oh my, that's a... That's a super. I think uh, uh, since I believe that uh, God knows my heart is 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 right uh, uh, on the top, and Mother's Hill, Mother Hill's ex, uh, uh, explanation is, "Yep, He sure does." <laughs> right? God knows my heart. Yep, He does know your heart, and you keep on doing the same thing. So, what does that mean? Yeah, He knows you. If we can sit, if we can stand up and we can admit what we've done, that give that 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 takes away the power of Satan. Right? You remember when we were little, or even our children now, but the first person who went and told on themselves got dealt with a little bit lighter. Mother and father had a little bit more mercy on you. If, if if your sister uh, or your brother, ooh, I'm telling, and you ran back, mom, I'm, I accidentally dropped the uh, the uh, 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 I accidentally dropped the glass on the floor, right? That takes the punch out of what you've done. Don't mean you won't pay for it, but it'll take the sting away. It'll take some of the sting away, right? God, 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 God forgives us, but it don't mean we're gonna walk away from it. We gotta remember that. Most other achievements in life require about 10% ability and 90% just plain determination and hard work. In spiritual matters, every accountable person has the ability to please God. So changing to please God is 100% determined by our choice. It's our choice. We got to switch it up. <laughs> As my title is. We have to switch it up. It is our choice. If we put ourselves in a position to keep blaming people, if we put our position ourselves in a position to keep being in denial, 
if we put ourselves in the position to keep saying, I'm only human. If we keep putting ourselves in position to, position to keep saying, I'm not perfect. We are not going to change our habits. We're not going, it's not going to change. We'll keep doing that old saying, if you've always done what you always do, you'll always get what you always got. We will never change until we make up our minds to pursue the means of God. God, uh, to pursue the means God provides us until we succeed. God has given us what we need. The decision to do this is repentance. And no one will change to please God without it, without repentance. We can't do it. If you're desiring to change the habits of yourself, you're in the right place today. You're in the right position today to change your life as you know it. You're in the right position right now. If you don't want to do the things that you used to do, if you don't want to be part of the lifestyle, if you have a part, if you have a problem with your mouth, if you have a, a problem, if you have problems, you know what your problems are. I don't have to shout your problems. out. I know what my issues are. I know what I have to work on. I know what is continuous, but I know being right here is the help right here. Being a part of the King's Healing Room tribe, the King's Healing Room family, that's a part of it right there. Right? If we want to be if we want to change, then we we have to get on it. We have to get on it. Amen. I'm sorry, I'm sifting through because I lost my place again. Gee willikers. <laughs> Just be patient with me for a second. I hope everyone has has gotten something out of this um, this word. I certainly did. I love <laughs> I love being in the position to be able to talk to God's people and to be able to teach God's people. Amen. And to be able to be heard. Uh, to be worked on by God as I do so. I appreciate everyone. I hope someone got something out of this. Let's share this word with someone. We know that we can we can we can grab this on our Facebook page, Amen. And we can easily uh, um, uh, um, share and copy and, and 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 paste for somebody who may who may uh, be encouraged by this Bible study. Amen. If you got any more questions, cares, comments, or concerns, please feel free to text me, reach out to me, give me a phone call. Uh, um, but let's praise God. Let's give God praise for a just wonderful day and for this wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Um, I, I love you all and I appreciate all the time spent in all the prayers that are continuous. Let's continue to pray for one another. I will also put out there, uh, pray for my, my daughter. My daughter just jumped on an airplane to go sit with her best friend. Her best friend is in really, really bad shape. Um, she had an asthma attack and the asthma attack went really, really bad. And um, as she's been going through this, it's been for about a good week now. Um, it seemed like she started to do better. Uh, uh, um, she started to do better, but she took a decline. So my daughter jumped on an airplane. My oldest daughter, Sierra, jumped on an airplane to go visit with, um, her best friend, um, uh, 
to visit with her best friend on her on on uh, next to her bed in the hospital. Keep her in prayer. Pray for those that are sick, those that are shunning, to have a desire um, to 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 listen to God's word, and have a desire to be in church, have a desire to do be better people. Let's pray for them. Those that are struggling, let us be as God's people. Let's pray. Let's encourage one another. Amen. At this time, we're going to uh, we're going to slide over. We're going to transition over into our tithes in our offering. God is just so good, and God is He's just a wonderful God, and He's He's just an on time God, isn't He? On time, uh, beautiful services this this past week. You know, altar call, and you just everybody. I just love you all, and in the patience that we show with one another. Uh, we are just in the right place at the right time. And let us just be better. Let us be better with helping one another. Let us be better of being active, uh, uh, being active members in the King's Healing Room. Let us be better and just joining together. I mean, we always do. We always do well. But as we know, as I said in the beginning, we are not perfect beings, but we always strive for perfection. Let us lean on one another. Let us let us promote one another to do great. Amen. I want to start off with our text to give. And our text to give, we're in transitioning to tithes and offering. His uh, number is 844. God bless you, Shantae. It's 844-981-2759. God bless you. We'll, we'll, we will be on again, Sister Shantae Stinson. We'll be back on again next week at this time for Bible study Wednesdays at six o'clock. We're almost about to tune out in just a few more minutes. We have also our Sunday service we do live. It's at 11 o'clock a.m. 11 o'clock a.m. And we also have our Bible study that is done live on Facebook as well. You're welcome to come and join and uh, uh, um, to uh, uh, you're welcome to, to join. And this is where we are consistently every single week. Uh, we typically, in the colder weather, we do Bible study from home, amen. But on our, we invite you as well to come and join us at the King's Healing Room. That is 4326 Fay Road in, in Syracuse, 4326 Fay Road. If you want to come and visit our, sun, our Sunday services, um, once again, our Sunday school services start at 9.30 a.m., which is facilitated facilitated by our own elder Howard, the own elder Howard family, the Howard family, uh, and we have our main service, which begins at eleven o'clock each Sunday. You're welcome to come and join us physically, or you can tune in online. But God bless you anyhow. Our um our text to give <clears throat> once again is eight four four nine eight one twenty seven fifty nine twenty seven fifty nine. If you put this number in your tax bracket and when you hit send, all your information will come up. You will need your debit card. You start with your debit card and it is safe. And we've been using this for several, several years without any problems. Uh, and that is called text to give. Uh, our next is our Givelify, which happens to be my favorite way to go. Our Givelify account is active the same exact way, but you can look that up on your apps on your phone. It is called Givelify, uh, um, and that's G-I-V-E-L-Y, Givelify. 
and you look, once you find that app, you look up the King's Healing Room and you will see a picture of our Bishop Brian K. Hill Sr. As our bishop and our founder of the King's Healing Room, that is Brian K. Hill Sr. We also have a PayPal account that you can also go to that and, um, and through our PayPal account can be reached to tkhroffice at gmail.com. That is tkhroffice at gmail.com. Amen. I'm feeling like I have one more out there somewhere, but uh, I think we're fine. Uh, we have our PayPal account, we have GiveLify, and we have text to give Yes, we are fine. Now, of course, our traditional way, you can come down 4326 Fay Road at 11 o'clock a.m. on our Sunday morning. And when we raise our tithes and offering, your morning, your morning uh, 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 you can have that. You can give that way too, being tongue-tied again, right? And um, also, we, we, we take... Checks and or money orders. That is 4326 Fay Road. 4326 Fay Road, the King's Healing Room. Amen. And what a wonderful day it has been. And we are getting ready to tune out. We're getting ready to tune out. I just want to say once again that I love you all. What a great time. What a great opportunity. Just remember that God loves you and that God loves you all the time. And we want to take this moment, if anybody can and will with me, just join with me as we recite the salvation prayer. If you've fallen off, if you, if you, if you have lost your way, if you want a new commitment with God, it's really simple and it's a start. It's not the whole thing, but it is a start. It is a beginning to walk on the trail with God's people. And repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my life <clears throat> and to forgive me of all of my sins. I confess my sins before you on this day. I denounce Satan in all of his works. I confess that you, Jesus, are the Lord of my life. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead. I am saved. I am saved. I am saved. Write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life because this is my God day. This is my spiritual birthday. And this is my new beginning. Pray my strength in the Lord. Write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life for this is my God day. In Jesus' name, we love you. Heavenly Father, in your precious name, Lord, we thank you so much for your grace and mercy. We thank you for being with us on this day, Lord. We pray for those, Lord, that are struggling. We're praying for those tonight that have bad habits, Lord, that, that, that can't seem to get away. Lord, remind them that this is the place that they should be, that they should surround yourself around God's people. Pray for the Holy Spirit to, to overwhelm them, Lord. For what the Holy Spirit, we cannot go the wrong way. Lord, we follow you along the way, Lord. We pray for everybody. We pray for our bishop. We pray for all the leaders of the King's Healing Room. We pray for all the participants in the King's Healing Room. We pray for all the members, Lord. Those that don't even know that you're going to remember. Members right now, we pray for them in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. As we leave this place, but never ever from your presence. Watch us and keep us safe until we meet again. Thank God. <coughs> Thank God. Thank God. Amen.
you enjoyed this podcast, we have three different ways that you can give. One way is using the Givelify app by downloading Givelify using your iOS or Android device and search the King's Healing Room, where you will see our senior pastor, Bishop Brian K. Hill's senior photo. You also can use our text to give. Here how it works. There are five steps. Step one, text GIFT to 1-844-981-2759, which is a unique to the King's Hiller Room. Step two, you will receive a text with instructions. Step three, follow the instructions to set up a given account. Step four, text the amount you want to give and the designation. It could be a tie, offering, or general fund. In step five, you will receive a receipt via email confirming your gift. And here's the last way you can give. You can use PayPal and send your donation to tkhroffice at gmail.com. That is tkhroffice at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe to listen to more messages like the one you have heard. We are the King's Healing Room. And we are a kingdom ministry with a global presence.